The Emo Brown Podcast is brought to you in part by Big Block Realty's very own Alberto Aguirre. TRE number 02004562, the official realtor of Emo Brown, the podcast, and the foundation. For all your realty needs, 619-646-1600, Albert Aguirre. You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. Tuning in for another episode of the Emo Brown Podcast brought to you by Grasshopper. For all your medicinal, recreational, and cannabis needs, drop that card, get 15%. They don't clack, that shit is whack. Also brought to you by Albert Aguirre, Big Block Realty's very own, Emo Brown Podcast's very own, Emo Brown Foundation's very own realtor, the man, the myth, the small teeth legend. Albert Aguirre's in here. We're going to go over a couple of things. Once upon a time, he was a fucking employee at 3Punk. No more! Albert Aguirre! You moved on to bigger and better things. Did I officially get fired on the air? You moved on to bigger and better things. Because I was on the bench up until right now. No, you're, you're still on the bench. You're still on the bench. That's not about, that's not why we're here okay, today, cool. sir. Just making sure. I'm here to give you kudos, give you praise, tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, bud. Thank you. Thank you. We're here with Albert Aguirre, the newest sponsor of the Emo Brown Podcast. Thank you very much. Wait, wait, wait. The newest sponsor of the Emo Brown Podcast. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about yourself. You've been on here before. <laughs> You've been on here before and uh, got in a little bit of trouble. So we had to put that episode on the Patreon uh, only people. So, uh, Is it still on there? It's No, no, no. I took it down. Did, yeah. Did I can you put delete that, it? Uh, no, no, no. I still can got you? that. I, please delete I, it? Yo, I can do I'll anything. I, I won't though. Would you please delete it? I, yeah, I probably could. <laughs> Would but you? let's see how this relationship develops for yeah. the next year. Yeah, let's <laughs> <take you> <laughs> Bruno's in here. Tell me a little bit. Oh, we also have Bruno. Bruno. Bruno Norby Cedillo. El Vato de Chihuahua, pues. Bruno with the great. Also, formerly of Three Punk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Kill on the Albert. What's cracking, Duder? Nothing, man. Thanks for having me. Bro. Always, man. Tell me, tell me a little bit about your new career. Yeah, so it's been since August of last year. Yeah, casi un año. We jumped in full time to the real estate game, and uh, yeah, man, I'm excited to be a part of the Emo Brown Foundation, the Social Club, the podcast, all that fun stuff. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of it. You guys are doing some big things over there. I didn't know you had all that giving in you. Imagine all you did was take when I was an employee. As soon as as soon as we started giving a little, you're like, oh, you get addicted to it, bro. Yeah. It is it is what it is. What You'll see. That, what was that turning point for you when you gave what? As soon as we saw that people were really benefiting from what we were doing, and then they they reached out. I was at um where was I? I was at the store and oh, I was at uh, the the Pinchy Family House of Pancakes here on Broadway. I was trying to remember the story, and I was in there. She's like, oh, hey, you you have the Emo Brown podcast. I was wearing like some Emo Brown. We have kids that go to Montgomery Elementary and we heard what you did for the sixth grade camp and boom, boom, boom. And then that, at that point I was like, oh shit, people are listening and people are paying attention to what we're doing. And it felt awesome to be like recognized as somebody that's helping uh, students here in our community and local schools and, and help them better in like they, their experience. Bro, it's sixth grade camp. I had yeah, a great time sure. in sixth grade camp. You know, I put my tongue in a young lady's mouth for the first time in sixth grade <laughs> camp, you know? So it was like, 
Everybody deserves that opportunity. But didn't we have to sell <laughs> chocolate to go to sixth grade camp? I feel like we were we had to go door to door, sell some chocolate. Is that something like Pat not every not every school on uh, well not every school has that parent involvement that other schools have. You got to remember some of these schools right here, both parents work, they're hustling, they're grinding, trying to make ends meet, you know, and they don't have that involvement that a school on the East side has, you know? Sure. And I've talked to a couple of counselors of different schools and educators and, 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 and student, uh, student council members. And it, it, it all comes to that. The involvement is not there. So when we sat down, Chicle, Justin, Gus, uh, El Compa Tony, El Cedar, all of us got sat, sat down with the profe and, and figured out how we could make it happen. That was one of the first things I reached out and said, hey, man, we have some students that won't be able to make it to sixth grade camp. Is there anything you can do? We did, and they did, and then they, it was awesome, man. And they're like, ah, they're like, we're going to sixth grade camp. And it was like, that was cool. How many kids total did you guys? I think it was like eight, eight, eight kids that went out there, bro. So now you being a sponsor of the podcast, that's where you come into play. Send nine. Yeah, no, well, yeah, we can send nine. <laughs> can nine kids, or, or maybe like you know, because. You <laughs> <laughs> but when did you get into real estate? So yeah, August. I've actually had my license for a long time. Uh, my license was hung wing, was hung with um, the guy that manages my properties, and bless him. Shout out Robert. He's just he's a property manager, right? So it just sat there. There wasn't a whole lot of real real estate transactions coming out of that place. Um, but it kept me active. So it's something that I got to, uh, represent myself on the last home that my wife and I bought. So it's it had it for four or five years. And then in August, I met with Jonathan Fisher, who's uh, my team lead, big shout out to him. And one of the, was the team, uh, the fearless team in, uh, out of big block realty. So the way it works, right. Big block being our, our, uh, broker. And then there's teams that break out underneath that. And, uh, he heads that up. Ooh. What's up right there, bro? You got you to gotta nail that big fish for us. You got to bring him in. Yeah, one day at a time, dude. Let me, right, 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 right. Get your shine. Get your shine, Albert. Get your shine. Uh, but yeah, he's he's been a friend for a long time. And just following him on social media, you'd see he's, his his career had increased crazy. And he's top 1% in San Diego, top 1% in Chula Vista. And been, you know, Chula Vista guy like me, been hanging out for a long time. And he was like, hey, dude, like you're wasting talent. Yeah, right? like he told you that he did tell me that. Nice, bro. So, so yeah, you know, he saw whatever you saw. Pain in my ass. Pain in my ass. Before he fired me, he saw. Yeah, so yo, glasses. You're gonna have to let this guy go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't doing it though. He, he made he made Kevin do it. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, he we sat down actually at Cruce, and uh, he was like, "Hey, you're wasting your talents. Come over to the team. Let me put some like real responsibility underneath you." And let's. How's it been? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. It's it's crazy. Right? You're a hustler. Yeah, for sure. I mean. That's how I ended up, you know, working my full-time job, working here, and then always, you know, doing a couple other things. And how many jobs do you have right now? Uh, right now, I'm focusing exclusively on real estate. Yeah, the focus I get, yeah. but, but you're employed by how many people? Currently two. All right, good for you, bro. Currently two. So yeah. I do. I still do keep a, a corporate job, as you should, um, because it allows me to do both full-time. Mm -hmm. I think if I had to be in an office somewhere for eight hours a day, that wouldn't be something I would keep doing. But. Um, Right now it's it's stable, right? And so as long as I can do both full time and it never gets in the way of a showing or never gets in the way of a What does a day of a real estate agent look like? Uh, a new a newcomer. A new up and rising real estate agent. Sure. So I wake up, I try to um I call my transaction coordinator. So we have a world class team over at the Fearless team. Um transaction coordinators, assistants, et cetera, right? All all the people that keep me kind of going down that lane. Um, call her, make sure that whatever we've got going down the pipeline, everything's taken care of. I'm checking all the boxes that, you know, I'm not um, doing a disservice by our clients, right? To make sure that whatever I had to do, it's done and it's done, you know. The right way. Ethically and right, yeah, exactly the right way. Um, after that, we just start 
looking for clients, right? Because that's that's the hardest part of this industry is everybody knows a realtor. Okay. Um, there are a lot of realtors out there that are, that are getting business based off, and this is something I just learned in, since August, right? A lot of people lie about how much they actually do in real estate transactions. It's all public knowledge. Uh, Fake it till you make it? Uh, I don't, dude, I think some of these people base their entire business on this. Like full on, hey, I do a, a thousand transactions, right? Then that's an exaggeration, but like, let's say I did 50 transactions Q1 and like, you can look them up. That's the craziest part. Like as another realtor, I can look them up and I'm like, oh, this guy's, this guy's full of shit, dude. Yeah? The, the three transactions. Do you, right? are, is there like uh, whistleblowers in this industry? Is there people out there like looking to- In theory, but I- Be like, hey man, you, I know you, 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 you pimp 50 for the first quarter, but the it ethics, says seven here, dog. The ethics of it is a little, I, I will say it's- Definitely double check their math, right? Mm. A lot of these people come on and they say they've done X, Y, Z, and they gain customers that way, right? They might get someone who's like, oh, I want to work with someone. So it's beneficial in a way. It's beneficial to mm. them to, to gain these people that um, are going into it thinking, hey, I'm working with a top producer. How have you been doing? Uh, 14 since I started okay. in August, right? So, I mean, I think that's great. It's like two a month, give or take or something like that. My math, my math might be off a little bit, but not like better. One and a quarter a month, whatever. There you go. There you go. Um, but it's good. It's good, clean business. Um, getting a lot of referral business, which lets me know I'm doing. More right. importantly, you are supported by an established brand. One thousand percent. So he does. He can comfortably say he does a hundred plus. I mean, as a team going into Q one, we're deep into the. We'll probably be in the mid one hundred. Doesn't tell you. And he's. Always, That's a lot, right? a ton of transactions, right? Where it's only five people on the team. So it's not like we're this huge team um, and it's all seasoned, you know, people that have been in the industry outside of me, everybody's been there for a little while. And everybody takes care of you. They're all showing you the ropes or what? Yeah. Yes. That's the thing, right? Is that's why I wasn't, I never used my license beforehand. Cause, and again, shout out to Robert, great guy. He actually rents me an office here on Broadway. He has a WeWork space on Broadway. So if you guys are ever looking for a just signed a contract for a warehouse. I'm good, bro. Yeah, it's just it's just an office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just, they're just offices. It's no big deal. Uh, but yeah, he wasn't doing any real estate transactions, right? So if I go to him and I go, hey, I'm in this situation, it's very unlikely he's seen it. But Jonathan's the complete opposite. He's seen it all. He's right? seen it all. Inside, outside, backwards, forwards. He's been- Big Block is a big name in the industry. They're a huge name in the industry. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know they had like subsidiary uh, teams underneath the Big Block brand. Yeah, so Big Block, they're- they're very um, agent centric in the way like they don't, they don't take a lot. Like some of these other big names, right? You see like your big, you know, 21st centuries or places like that, mm -hmm. that they take you on as a new agent and they give you, they take quite a bit of your commission because they're, they're teaching you stuff. And as soon as you run through your like circle of influence, then there isn't really any like leads coming. There isn't any like additional help. So I think they, they prey on some of these new agents and then you got to go out and figure it out on your own. Big blocks more like, hey, we're gonna take a, a minimal amount, but you're gonna have to learn on your own. But we're not gonna leave you on your own. Come on, on a team, right? And then you can. That's important. Yeah, and then you can either pick a team. You don't want to be on an agent. island. You're like, uh oh, exactly. I've only been a, a real estate agent for a year. I don't know what's going on. This is a situation that I've never been. Tell me about open houses, bro. I don't do as many open houses as I should for a new agent, to be honest with you. But yeah. that's because I've been blessed to have clients where I'm showing a lot of the times. So a lot of the weekends, a lot, a lot of these like high traffic, big um, open house times, it just, I'm not gonna be in a situation where I can't go show a client a house he wants to see. So I haven't been doing as many as possible, but they're they're back, right? Full full effect post COVID. I mean, people are- Capella, what's the trick? Do you leave tacos there? Do you leave little bucanitas? How do you attract people? Um, 
How do you attract people to an open house? Yeah. Dude, in the current market, they're going to come regardless. Why? Because you got freebies or what? No, because there, there's just no inventory out there. Mm. Right? There isn't, huh? There's very few homes. Tell me a little bit about that. What, what is it like to buy a house, to show a house, to sell a house? Um, it's competitive. Yeah. So going back to working with the right people, it's important. True or false? Chula Vista West Side. A million dollars for a property right now? Not every property, but very That's what it's true. looking like, huh? Very true, right? I mean, and it, I guess West Chula Vista, very valuable. That's, okay. that's how it's um, a lot of that has to do with the stuff that you guys are doing here on third right oh go ahead I don't say I, I can't go ahead, go I can't ahead, say go us ahead. anymore dude. Go ahead. Say, me, dude. Damn it. you can say what you want we know the truth don't go ahead <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been debunked before um, so yeah a lot of, a lot of the it's, it's a cool area now right where before it was quinceanera halls and, and uh, still cool it, fairly cool fairly still cool, cool. now it's they, now it's extra cool a little less cool third avenue where you can buy a sewing machine get your watch repaired <laughs> and get a killer pint all in the same block at a couple of different places yeah yeah right? for sure so where i was here before three punk opened no big deal and uh i mean this, this was the go-to place right uh shout out to mike and, and kendall at, at uh third ave uh l house but this was like brewery wise this was it we hold it down and um i mean the blocks turned crazy right now what was it? A couple of days ago, with uh, City Council approving the Gaylord project. Yep, so that's big, man. Stuff coming to the bay. that is very huge. As um, soon as that the Bay project starts going breaking ground, which I think it's already going to in the next week, that's why Maddie and me purchased the Elwood, aka the Lions Den. Four years. Four years ago, 2018, Christ. April 1st. So with the long play being, hey, is this Bayfront ever like comes to fruition and makes it work? We will be the first bar leaving the marina area so you know so it's not including the restaurants there the well, galley well no no what i mean when you leave you oh, know gotcha. yeah and an actual bar i mean there's shit once you get on broadway there's a lot of bars but we're, great bar we're gonna be the first one you see bro a the best bar, bar dog I, I, I love that one in the first one in the music video there it is oh. damn i know i'm bringing rossi rocking on monday bro yeah you told me yeah well, what should i tell him he's gonna be there he yeah. thinks he's still work here yeah don't break it to him. I won't. Break I'll, I'll break it to him. With you. <laughs> Smooth like MJ. Uh. <laughs> All right. So now you are the sponsor of the Emo Brown podcast. Yeah. You are the official real estate agent yeah. of Emo Brown. What does that mean to our listeners? Surreal. What is that? I agree. <laughs> I agree. You made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Well, you know, I, I and I and we it's, it's a mutual appreciation here. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. What can you provide to our listeners? More importantly. What can you provide to the Emo Brown Social Club members? Yeah, so when it comes to, I mean, to all the people you just mentioned, right? Uh, who you work with matters. Um, we have all the right relationships. I think a lot of the listeners, not all of your listeners, but a lot of your listeners are from the South Bay. So we have all the right relationships with all the big realtors who are going to represent sellers, who are going to have the right buyers for your property if you choose selling. Like all those things, I'm going to be able to help you build the right relationships to have a clean, smooth, painless transaction, right? On top of that, I think we, did I say that weird? On top of that. On top of that. On top of that. You're very good at enunciation. Well done, sir. Thank you, sir. ESL. We are both ESLers. We are. I moved so here when I was 10 years go old. Go ahead. Handle. A full on uh, success story. So um, we, I talked about, hey, I want to do some things for the, the membership, right? So, hey, if, if it don't clack, it's whack. I have mine in the wallet. You know, I do. I always keep it on there. If you're a card carrying member, hey, there are going to be some, and you choose to, you know, help us or you choose to buy or sell a home through us. Um, there are going to be some special things, right? Mm. Be, there's a couple things to choose from. I don't think it, it can't be a cookie cutter 
um, like one size fits all gift, right? So I, I did do a couple of things, whether it be, you know, free appraisal, if it's gonna be a television, if it's gonna do a taquisa for your open house, uh, open house, I'm sorry, for your housewarming, a couple of different things, right? Hey, you call me, you say, I heard you on the Emo Brown podcast. I'm a card carrying member. I believe in the movement. Like, cool. Let me go ahead and take care of you. I take care of all of my uh, customers, but you're gonna have- uh, Priority. A, a, I wouldn't say priority because everybody- Tell me more about ethics. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I, will say, I will make sure you get a little extra, right? Nice. Because we appreciate what that dollar does um, for, for the foundation. And so if I can entice people to continue to, to donate and add another benefit to what that card does, I know I've gotten many a discounts. Bro, so. is it difficult to buy a house right now or is it easy? Um, First time home buyer, look at this. Let's just put a, a hypothetical scenario. 32 year old guy, you know, and, and he's buying his home for the first time. Decent credit. We got like 15 G's in the bank. Is this, is this a scenario in which you can help that person buy a home? Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I wouldn't, I would never turn down any scenario, right? And we're going to work hard to do anything. It's all a matter of managing expectations. So, whereas a lot of these other realtors are going to tell you like 1000% is going to get done. Hey, let's sit down. Let's have a professional consultation. Let's figure out what your goals are. Those are free. 1000%. Cool. Those are free and I'll buy you a beer upstairs. Whoa. We'll talk first though. <laughs> I don't want you to intoxicate. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's all managing those expectations, right? Hey, if, if this is what that can get you, can it get you something? Absolutely. Can we make something work? Absolutely. Is that going to fit your needs? Great. If not, let's put a roadmap together to get you to where you need to be. I think that would be the best answer there, right? We have a warehouse now that we're going to be moving into. And what I want to do there is I want to have, um, I want to have classes. I want to have seminars. I want to have, uh, I want to have like work groups. We know when I bring in uh, people in the financial world, people in the real estate world. Um, one of our first meetings is going to be bringing in Daryl Roberts and he's going to get uh, as many of our social club members certified for CPR and, and other things. So I want it to be like a legitimate, like community meeting center. It's like our little social club. It's our, it's, it's, it's our clubhouse, bro. It's our, it's our clubhouse. So I would love it if you could come by and bring in some of your people, your colleagues and, and have like a work group, a workshop where it's like, you want to buy a house? Come on in. We'll sit down with you guys. We'll talk you guys through the whole process on how, what you're going to need to legitimately have a house purchase be in yeah. your future. Cause it's not easy, but it, it, but it is, if you have somebody holding your hand, telling you and guiding you, okay, clean up your credit, put some money in the bank. Don't make any big purchases. Make sure you're stable when it comes to your, your employment, you 100%. know? And we're growing up, like, especially being ESL, right? A lot of these like misconceptions, like English, second language, like no, no gastes en tarjetas. Mm. Like, Hey, you know, in some situations it's necessary. Credit's more important than cash in this country, right? My dad told me that coming in here because- Did he I, tell you in English or in Spanish? In Spanish. The table, the kitchen, the floor, the window. English is my dad's got these days. But, uh, it, there's there's important things that I think we have um, been instilled into us that are- Si lo puedes comprar en cash, comprar en yeah. cash. That's not always the mm -hmm. best situation, right? Purchasing a home isn't always a priority for for our people. No. I mean, Once upon a time, I, I remember my parents, my, my dad specifically telling me that- and my grandma, his dad, his mom would tell him, no, no compres casa. No, no hagas eso, no hagas eso. Yeah, like, I, and now it's different, man. I mean, the, the, the game has changed. It's it's the best vehicle to to um, wealth, mm. you know, and to a better retirement. And there will not be a bigger investment for most people than purchasing a home. Thousand percent. That'll probably be their, their, their biggest and most lucrative investment that they make in their lifetime. And it'll be, again, the best vehicle for them to build wealth that we won't see in any other way. Right, like um, you're a young homeowner. I know we had this conversation a long time ago. I'm a young one. 
homeowner. Oh, perdón. Because you bought, because uh, I bought when I was 20. Mm. I don't know if I beat you. I hope I do. Um, uh, My birthday was May, is May 5th. And I think we closed escrow in March of the year 2000. So I was 20. And yeah, I was about to turn 21. Okay, so I was younger than you. Go ahead. So about right when I was 20. Go ahead. Mm. Tell, me your, tell me more about your cartel background. <laughs> oh, we're not going to talk about that today? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'm lying. <laughs> uh, so I, to me, that's been the piggy bank that set my wife and I to have um, a, a good- Yeah, but you guys are hustlers, man. Your wifey equal, if not more so. She's out of my league. Bro, you're punching above your weight class. No, Duh. No question. Duh. And that's a pretty big weight class that you're in. But you're punching above- <laughs> That joke, dude. You get the- you, you were so nice before I cut the check, dude. <laughs> but no, you guys, you guys come from like a hustle mentality, which I love. Yeah. Anytime I need anything- my first call is you. I got a guy. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, I need, a, I need a delivery van. We're going to get into the delivery game at the brewery. Let me call Beto. Boom. Yeah. Delivery van secured. You know what, man? I got three little kids. Um, we're getting to the age where they're getting responsible and, and, and they need a little something. I need to get a puppy. Yeah. Boom. I got you. How cool is that? I don't think you realize. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. And Pichi Stouty Boy is the next level, bro. Stouty Boy. I don't think you realize exactly. I know I bust your balls, but you, I do turn yeah, to you quite, quite regularly. Appreciate that. When, when, when I need something. So- it's very easy to take somebody's money is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's very easy to be like, oh, you know what? I want to throw some, I want to throw some money at you and your podcast and your foundation. Let me sponsor it. Just promote pimp, whatever. Sure. But from personal experience, you have always been my go-to on a majority of things, yeah. you know, and, and anything that you're involved with, I know that you'll get it done. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what I work with. We talk about that hustle mentality. We met on a golf course we, and, and you latched we, on to me. We met at Machete. And you latched out to me. Oh, wait, yeah, was it Machete? Yeah. All right, we're at Machete. I thought Three Point Kells was a silly name for a brewery. You probably did. Yeah. And now you got it tattooed on you somewhere. <laughs> no? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, let's not talk I'll bring about you it. back. I wifey knows about that one. No. <laughs> but what I'm saying is yeah. I, I, that's the kind of people I establish relationships with, yeah. people who I know who match my hustle, people I know who, who are go-getters. If I'm coming to you, if I'm calling you for advice, for, for connects, for, to tap into your network, I believe in you and I trust what you're doing. Appreciate it. Same thing with that. You're a real estate agent. You're new in the game, but I don't doubt that you're going to crush it in the next year, man. Yeah. So if there's anything we can do on our behalf to help you grow your career, that's what we're here too, man. I appreciate it. It's a two-way street. Yeah. And that that's definitely what, what you just mentioned about having um, a ton of people that, I, I mean, building relationships is kind of been my whole thing. Right. And, um, it's been super. It is lava cocos, bro. You're like fucking Eddie Haskell. Yeah, bro. You're like the Mexican Eddie Haskell. It, it's been really helpful yeah. in this game, right? Because, hey, um, I've had clients who buy and a couple of days later, you know, maybe they want TV hung or, hey, we want to do can lighting, we want to do this. And I have a guy I can call that I know will give them fair pricing that'll do the right work. That won't, a lot of contractors will show up, take your money, and then you got to. I need to get my car detailed. Boom. Call Beto. It, it. it got taken care of. ATR detail. Get it. Uh, shout out Junior. Uh, shout out Junior. Hey, you need a TV hung wired SD. Call my boy, uh, Pablo over there. He's a good dude. Um, so yeah. Lots All the connects, bro. Big, big, big Rolodex of people that I, I've developed relationships with over. over big roles. Yeah. Big roll of decks. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Dude, you got some I'm just creating all, a, all the low hanging fruit. Bro. I am creating yeah. marketing material for you, bro. Are you, is that a drop? I, I think big I might. Rolls, big roll of decks. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I appreciate the compliment, man, because uh, you very rarely give me kind words. So yeah, but it, when, when I do, it, it comes from art. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little backstory on why I rarely give you kind words. All right, you, you brought it out of me, so I'm going to give it to you. Once upon a time, I went golfing. I'm on the golf course. Just hanging out, you know, with my crew. We're about to go golf, woo-woo, whatever. And, and I'm wearing my three-punk, uh, my polo. 
And then a young, an, an older individual reaches out to me and says, hey. Oh, fuck. Yeah, remember this story? Yeah, too. it's coming for you, bro. I know this story. Why do we got to do this every podcast, dude? Every, no. The other one didn't make the air. So this one's going out. <laughs> so here I am in my group, wah, 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 And the gentleman comes out. Oh, hey, hey, come on, come on. Usted trabaja en el tripong. Sí, 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 claro, jefe. ¿Cómo estamos? Sí, sí, mi, mi sobrino. Mi sobrino Beto. Es un dueño ahí. All right, now I'm British for the people. My nephew, Albert. <laughs> He is an owner at that brewery. I think that was a go ahead. A disconnect. Can so, I finish? Can I finish? Go ahead. Fi Here I am at the golf course wearing my three punk polo with a few of the homies. We tagged on, we tagged along with the group that was going to be doing a little tournament, and we put in our money. So oh, invited, with Freddie's group. Yeah, Freddie's group, Freddie bro. Mary, National yeah, City yeah, National Cities Golf, golf Course, yeah, yeah. a pristine, the country club. pure class. Um, Usted trabaja en el three punk, <laughs> and I was like, sí, 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 because me, you know. Being an owner, it's weird if I say, no, no, I'm the owner of the three. No, I was like, yeah, 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 I work there. Yeah, that's my spot. We, we work there. It's a great, great thing. Well, well. Mi sobrino, my nephew, Albert, he's an owner there. I promise you it's not Halloween. Uh, I assure you. I promise. And, and I was like, really? I know. Yeah, yeah. I know Beto. I know Beto. Matter of fact, here, let me, let's call him. <laughs> I answered. I called. This fool answered. Hey, what's up? What, what do you need? I said, hey, um, I'm here with somebody. And uh, I think he's related to you. Boom, speakerphone real quick. Your tío Pancho. He's like, hey. He's like, hey. ¿Qué onda, sobrino? Aquí estoy con otros empleados. Estamos jugando golf. Está utilizando. And I was like. Quickly corrected. Yeah. I quickly corrected. And I was like, hey, what's up, Albert? Understood. I heard you own three punk ales, bro. Which never came out of my mouth. So I, I would like to retort this story. That's story number one. <laughs> We're not doing the bank, dude. Cause Story that, number two. Bruno, here I am. Going to go get change Is at it? our local Bank of America. Embellishing. All right. No, embellishing. I'll, I'll tell, me, tell me when I'm embellishing. Uh, I went to our local Bank of America to procure <laughs> some change to conduct business <laughs> on a Friday. I go on there. Silly me. Being the marketing guy that I am, wearing a three-punk shirt again. Ha, ha, hoo, hoo. Which shirt? Was it you know? the original hat? With, with the, the original hat. The whole pelo. The real question is, do you have any other shirts? I do. <laughs> Did you know I get given gifted so much clothes and stuff? What I just, size? Uh, would you need it? I'm a large. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still have. Shirts I see the I lies continue. Like, I'm a large, dude. I so Here I am at the bank, uh -huh. getting change. Uh -huh. He's like, "Oh, three punk gales. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Um, you work there? I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work there. I work there." Your owner came in. I thought, what the fuck? I've never talked to American. <laughs> she said, shit. "No." Look at my woman. young man. I, I will tell man. you the young lady's name. And I will call her as a matter of fact. We can find her number and we'll make it happen. I, I don't speak to any time. Uh, that's what I thought. Outside, outside of my wife. There you go. Correct. So I'm at the bank and she's like, oh, I know your owner. And I was like, what the fuck? You know my mom, my dad? What, 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 like, who do you know my wife? What the shit? Like, those are the only people that can call themselves my owner. She's like, no, no. A short little, I'm going to be polite. So was I Slightly Ivan. overweight Mexican. So Ivan. No, sure. no. A little short, slightly with small gums and big, uh, big gums, big gums, big gums. Gum, 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 and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he owns a brewery. He tells us he comes in here and he's owns the brewery. I, I, I've never. And I was like, oh, cool. Rad. That sounds more like Ivan. That's story number two. Do you want to go to story number three? No. So let me tell you something. Go ahead. Here's, here's the situation. And Bruno's my witness and he's here. When we. Because I count for so much. Well, you got fired first. Um, so here's, here's what really happened mm. is when we were behind the bar mm. in the beginning of this thing, mm. the very, uh, the ground floor, if you will, we were told specifically by the, <laughs> by the Viking, by the Viking up there, when you're behind the bar and we shout out Barry, no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, 
I, he told us specifically, you guys got to take ownership. Go ahead. When you're behind the bar. You, you exceeded comes, all expectation with that information, bro. So that, that's what I do. And that's what I'll continue to do for clients on the real estate side. Um, is, I, hey, I don't own big block. No. But I'll take ownership of your transaction. There it is. And you'll, Bruno, <laughs> get the hooligan hollering over there. Dude, that's how it happened. So if, he told us specifically, this is all Kevin's fault. Kevin said, if someone comes in here and they want to do something that's not allowed to do, that they're not allowed to do, and you tell them no, and they say, what are you, the owner? You say yes. Boom. And that's how it happened. Nice. That's so what did, what did you tell your uncle? What the fuck? <laughs> no, no, my uncle, I think he heard me on a call. You know, when he's not even ESL. Mm. He's just- He's just S- SL. He's just SL. <laughs> Spanish language. Spanish language, that's it. So I think he must have misunderstood. And I, to be fair, I had, mm. a, I had a full-time job back then too. So I'm like, oh, well, he got, he's a brewery. He must have something. A lot of that I think is based on assumption. You're quick on your feet, my friend. Um, you've seen me- I've, I've seen you run. I've seen you run. You are, you are quite a fleet of foot. <laughs> Bottom line, it's a pleasure to have Albert Aguirre. Pleasure to be here. As our newest sponsor for the Emo Brown podcast slash the foundation, all of the things. You, You'll be providing opportunities for young students yes, sir. who have everything it takes except for the financial means to take their education to the higher level. You are now a big part of how we get down. Thank you. In addition to Grasshopper and what we do with them. In addition to a lot of things. Yeah. You, you, you know, there's a lot of things going on with us behind the scenes that we're maneuvering and trying to make. We, we're, we're making big boy moves now, bro. I said, we're, we're no longer that, that little uh, podcast that just fucks around and talks about burritos. We're bringing that back. Are you? Yeah. I, I enjoy burritos. That place closed, huh? Yeah. That was the best burrito spot in the block. You know what's really good? Captain's there? Cocina. You know what took over that spot? Who that? Empanada spot. Oh, yeah? El Chaca. You know Chaca? Yeah. That guy. Did he really? Dude. Are dang, they good? The Dank Tank. Yeah? It's a very, very good empanada. Tell me about Birria. The only place I would ever try. Go ahead. Birria Kings. What's up? Next door to Machete, if you're over to Machete, go ahead. right right next door, go over there. If nice. not, we have on E Street. What kind of steak do you have? We, we, we. Again, you're, we'll go I'm, ahead. That I'm very much a part of. Go ahead. So that's okay. Birria Kings. No, 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 no. Take care of their, if corporate events, catering needs, give yeah. me a call. I'm happy to help with that as well. That's who you, I'll have. I'll, hey, real talk. Yeah. Awesome food. Dude, uh, the it, best food ever. Hibachi Kings. Go ahead. Um, haven't had that yet. You've promised it to me, but I haven't had let's it. Let's go after this. No, 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 no. I'm a, I'm a married man. They, I have they things close at nine. Um, I'll drop tell wife ask wife what she wants I'll drop some off everything go ahead okay she's lobster all of them okay okay I can't afford lobster but I'll bring <laughs> I got the shrimp trio I got you nice. um yeah so hibachi kings bitter kings taco kings give me the elevator speech something that we can sign off to I want you to do a drop I want you so I can just push a button like this one like this one I win! like I want to push a button and then I push that button and then your voice comes on and go like two words no, bro. So like, like financial freedom. Like, boom. Because that's what I want everybody to be able to accomplish. Because life is good. I mean, life is good when you can gain some of these goals, accomplish some of these things that people either said you you couldn't do or, or you never thought. So what separates you, you from everyone else? Um, my grind. I, I can give you testimonials. I answer my phone at 1 a.m. just like I do at 9 a.m. just like I do at 1 p.m. And I build relationships with every agent I do business with. And, and we make sure that they're excited to do business with us when we're representing you, whether it be on a purchase or, or a sale. I could co-sign for that. Thank you. I can definitely co-sign for that. And uh, speaking of co-sign for the tournament, I don't know if you're still taking sponsors, but absolutely take some of my team out. We take what preferred lender and be there. If you haven't met me, I'll be on the golf. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm throwing in a four. So I'm right. You're getting yeah, me. I got you. Okay, cool. So I'll be playing, but you know, afterwards come meet me, come shake my hand. And, uh, I'll have some people out on, on the golf course, sending out drinks, sending out whatever. And, uh, yeah, dude, sponsor a uh, part three challenge. I'll give away a putter. I'm gonna say it right now. I'm gonna give away a putter. Scotty Cameron. I'm gonna give away a putter. Damn. <laughs> I'm Kirkland. A, I'm gonna give away a Kirkland. Yeah, but, the, but they're really nice. The they're, actually not, really they're actually not very. They're not bad. Scotty Cameron. 
Do you want putter or driver? I'll, putter, bro. I'll putter? Putter. Putter. Put for Dell. Put for Dell. It's because he can only drive 220 on his own. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, if you could drive, you're a 300 guy, huh? Can't do anything on his own. I'd rather I'd rather drive 260 and just finish within you 100 yards. You don't drive 260, but that's okay. I do it a lot better now. Steve Garcia, go ahead. You've never beat me on a golf course, bro. Mm, it's disgusting. Damn. This is the shortest lived sponsorship ever <laughs> in the history of the Emo Brown podcast. Alberto Aguirre, Steve Garcia of Big Block Realty, of the Fearless Team. It is a pleasure and an honor to have you as a sponsor. Thank you so much. And supporter me. of the podcast and the foundation. We look forward to doing big things with you and your crew. Thank you for coming on board. Bruno, thank you for stopping by. You were just pretty much arm candy for the day. Just laughing. Your day laughing will come. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Pretty great. Thank Th you. There it is. Cool. Two guys that have personally not fired, but have been let go from my establishment. <laughs> Bruno and Albert. Albert and Bruno. It's an honor. Thank you. Big Bruno. things are coming with this guy. Pay attention. Thank <laughs> you.